about both Jessica and Ashley Simpson together. Jessica Simpson. Simpson and Nick Lachey. All you newlywed couples out there, can you imagine allowing a camera crew to follow you around day and night? Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Hey, what's up? I'm Ashley Simpson. Please welcome Ashley Simpson. Lovely 19-year-old Jessica Simpson. Coming oh. up, Ashley Simpson right here on the VIP. With Ashley Simpson, I'm so excited. She said, I want to be a role model to girls. Now it's time to take a peek into the lives of the Simpsons sisters, Jessica and Ashley. Hello, welcome back. Welcome to the Ashley and Jessica cast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Jolie. Oh my gosh, this is such an exciting day. It is, so we're really excited you're joining us in Leah's living room. Yes, I have <laughs> chairs now. So my roommates recently moved and all of their stuff was here. And so when they moved, this was an empty room. So that was exciting, having the unexpected expense of buying an entire apartments basically worth of furniture exciting and <laughs> and so I didn't have chairs for a while I only had a table so we would just stare longingly at the table while recording on the floor um, in front of my couch but it's okay because Jessica said you know her and Nick were trying to figure out how to afford the mortgage on their multi-million dollar home so we all have struggles <laughs> you know sometimes it's hard to know to put the toilet paper roll onto the thing instead of just sitting out on top of the toilet oh god Chris did that to me for a second time this week mm. yeah I have my own Jessica my boyfriend likes to not put toilet paper in the bathroom lucky you though I wish I had a Jessica <laughs> <laughs> well let's hope i'm his eric and not his nick yes yes definitely which by the way it's not really news but yesterday was bronx wentz which is kind of a weird name to say no offense bronx, bronx wentz M- mowgli bronx oh i i think that's a cute middle name i think so bronx mowgli wentz that's easier to say than bronx wentz because it's like the same sound yeah you know? <laughs> it's like hard to do with the tongue try it at home right right <laughs> ashley simpson rolls off the tongue beautifully yes Um, but we love you Bronx you're awesome and so it was his birthday yesterday and I thought it was really sweet that Eric posted something he did so yesterday was Bronx's 12th birthday wow I can't believe it yeah it's it's weird because like I remember seeing the pictures from Ashley and Pete's wedding and I was just like oh my gosh like I just loved it like Mm -hmm. my inner grungy emo uh (laughs) half of myself was living for it yeah Well, they kind of seemed like a good pairing because they both had that kind of scene thing going on. on. (laughs) And I didn't realize this, but when I was doing research for this episode, actually, I realized she gave birth when she was 24. That's young. Yeah. That makes me scared. Yeah, because it was an article from maybe Cosmo or something like that. And it was – she was 25 and she was like, yeah, I became a mom at 24, but – she was like, it was so natural. It didn't feel like I was too young at the time. Oh, that's beautiful. I know. Aww. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> now she has three kids. And I think she kind of spaced them out in a good way. Like, it doesn't seem – I mean, I'm sure she's super busy and <laughs> tired, but it doesn't seem like she's so overrun with kids. Yeah, thankfully. You know? <laughs> she seemed – her and Evan just seem very chill. 
they have a good vibe. I think so. Especially since, like, I haven't seen anything. So, like, obviously, I don't know. I don't live with them. But, like, it seems like her and Pete co-parent really well. Mm -hmm. So I love that and I appreciate and applaud that as a child of divorced parents. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was cool even that Evan posted happy birthday, King Bronx. Like, I thought that was really cool because he is the stepdad, you know, and it seems like they're all really close and – I thought it was funny. I mean, no shade at all toward Jessica, but like Jessica didn't even post anything about him, but <laughs> Eric did. And I yeah. just thought that was sweet because he – I didn't realize – I guess my timeline was off because I didn't realize how long Eric has been in Bronx's life. Yeah. But Eric posted a picture of Bronx when he was little. Right, I saw that too. You reposted mm-hmm. it on our story and I was just like, oh my gosh, like Bronx is like little there. Yeah. Like, so. so it's nice that they're such a close family and that they're tr- – that's truly his uncle, you know. They – Clearly have a lot of love going on in the Simpson clan. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. If you ever want us to come over for dinner, we definitely will. I mean, it's a bit of a commute because we're in New York and you guys are in LA, but we'll make it. Yeah, we'll be more than happy to come over. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we'll just write it off as a business expense, you know? I'm sure this podcast is going to make tens of dollars for us, so... (laughs) Or if you want to join us in Leah's living room, hey, we have chairs now. Oh my gosh, we have chairs and I have a two-bedroom apartment now, so I have a second bedroom. It Right now it's a mess. I do have an air mattress. So that <laughs> – It's the thought that counts. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not a bed at like the Four Seasons, but we're going to have such a nice bond, all of us girls, that you won't mind. I Jessica think so. And Ashley, so. Yeah, bring – Jagger, bring Bring dirty. the whole family. Yeah. yeah, we're good with kids. Definitely. <laughs> we're visiting a lot of kids today, actually, so. Yes. Anywho. Uh, right. So this <laughs> this episode is our AAA episode. Our All About Ashley. Yes, yes. And we weren't going to do this yet. We were going to wait for a while to do this because we're doing chronological order. So obviously right now we're on, well, the last episode that's come out as of today's recording is just the premiere newlyweds chicken of the sea by the time this comes out there'll be a couple more out but basically you know ashley doesn't really show up for a while and of course her album doesn't come until the year after this so we were going to wait a little while but then we thought you know there's a lot of people on our instagram because that's i mean we do twitter a lot too but our instagram is where we talk to most of you guys and there's a lot of people on there that obviously are like obsessed with jessica and yes, they love Ashley, but it's different. And then there's people that are the opposite that obviously are obsessed with Ashley and like, sure, they like Jessica, but not as much. So we just want to make sure that you Ashley fans are a little satiated until we get to the Ashley Simpson show. Yes. Because when we get there, whenever – I don't remember what episode of Newlyweds was on when Ashley premiered. I know it was season two of Newlyweds, I think. Yeah. So then we'll be alternating – And we're also going to start – we're going to be doing entire episodes that are just based around like, you know, we're going to do a Sweet Kisses episode, of course. And there's going to be more Jessica-heavy things going on for a while. So we just wanted to give you guys a little injection of Ashley now because we realize she's addicting and we want you guys to have a little something. Yes. (laughs) Especially since, yeah, like it's going to take a bit. But we just want to – we want to give you guys what you want. Yes. And we all want more (laughs) Ashley. 
by the way, I mean, we, we're doing news segments on here, which I think is funny because we record like weeks in advance. So by the time you guys hear it, you're going to be like, yeah, I heard about that three weeks ago on, you know, Just Jared or whatever. But did you see Ashley and Evan are promoting Applebee's? Yes, I saw that it popped up in my feed and I was like, I love that. Good for you. Get your cocktail or mocktail and live yeah. your best life. Honestly, that's really interesting, though. I, I'm no shade. I'm just confused because, like, it was a weird – because it's like a photo op, right? But the pictures are not in high quality, and I couldn't find high-quality pictures of it. So I'm wondering if they're doing a campaign that they're not ready to release yet or something. I but hope so. I could always use more pictures of Ashley and Evan. Of course. I mean, I just think that's funny that that's the first – I mean, we don't know what she's doing at home or behind the scenes, but I thought that was funny that that's the first – work that she has done after having a baby but i would love to i'm sure they're making a ton of money just for sitting there and looking happy while they eat food yeah i mean i wish i could get paid to do that (laughs) honestly that's why you become famous is because even if you don't have any album coming out or anything you can do like some dumb thing i mean i'm sure they're making six figures for that yeah definitely easily yeah especially because it's both of them it's just very interesting I just thought it was funny to see them, like, clinking glasses and stuff, especially because they're not – it would make more sense to me to see Jessica. Ashley and Evan are kind of edgy. They're, like, very cool. Like, I just wouldn't expect them to be at Applebee's smiling with cocktails, (laughs) but, like, go off. (laughs) The thing that I did say, though, was that – because the website I found said, Ashley and Evan first date after Ziggy. And I was like, I hope this wasn't really yeah <laughs> their first date. I hope they went out to a nicer, no offense, Applebee's. After giving birth, she deserves like an $80 steak, okay? Yeah, just at the bare minimum. Give her everything she needs. Exactly. Yeah. I can't imagine going through labor a third time, let alone the first time. Oh my god. <laughs> they're honestly, like, they're both amazing. And Jessica with her 100 pounds that she gained and then lost. Casual. On top of, like, running a company and all that other and stuff. And being a mom. Oh my god, I know. And by the way, I know that you've seen this. Evan is really talented as a visual artist. Yes. Wow. I love that so much about him. Yeah. I just admire and respect that because it is what he posted on the 19th. It's him drawing miles davis i can't tell if it's like a sharpie marker or maybe charcoal but my goodness the attention to detail especially since like he's not just sketching out a face it's linear and all the lines overlapping give it the depth for like the lips and the eyes and oh i didn't realize that yeah hold on here look it's so gorgeous i mean that really belongs in a museum it's so funny because i feel like some musicians and actors they paint or they do some other kind of art and then you see it and you're like "Mm." you know what i mean like when james franco had that art exhibit i was like um okay so (laughs) (laughs) that's cool i guess great uh you know art is subjective i'm sure there was someone who enjoyed that Right, you know, it's I, not I, a <laughs> fragrance or a book, but right, we can't all be Jessica. No, very hard to do. So his art is actually phenomenal. Like if he quit music to do that, I wouldn't even be surprised. I mean, he's great at music, but you know, very very special what he can do. Yeah, with it's, visual art, it's yeah, because he did another one of uh, James Baldwin, also pretty much the same thing. In this one, you can kind of see it looks more like he has a marker, but. Still, the attention to detail is just, like, Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. And then they both also posted, for Bronx's birthday, they posted their first family picture with everybody in it, including kids. Yes. 
And I kind of love their rock and roll names. I really like the idea of naming your kid after a rock star. I think it's very, I know some people think it's like too much, but I I like it because I love all those classic rock people. And then also, (laughs) I really love when people name their kids cities. If I had a girl, I have a few different names, but (laughs) I love the name Brooklyn for a girl, especially because you can call her Brooke. Yeah. I just think that's cool. I like Bronx too. I like like Boston for a boy. It's unconventional and it's just like, I'm really not trying to be mean, but it's just like, especially doing parties or like I worked in a preschool. So like, Madison, Sarah, <laughs> Ashley, like you hear Olivia, them a lot. Right. Ava. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not that those names aren't beautiful, but it's just like they're so common. So it's just like when you hear something that's a little bit more unconventional, you're like, oh, wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's funky. Yeah. Every once in a while we do get kids because for anyone who doesn't know, I run a character entertainment company and Jolie works with me. So we do like entertainment. We do like the Disney princesses or inspired by them for kids' events and parties. And so we meet hundreds and hundreds – I mean thousands at this point uh, (laughs) – of kids. And so, you know, if you don't know the child's name, just guess. Just say Madison. Most likely it's Madison (laughs) or Chloe. Yeah, just honestly, like, it's a beautiful name, but stop naming your kids Madison because there's way too many Madisons. I would say Olivia right now is the second most popular name. Yeah. Aubrey is getting really popular. That's my niece's name. <laughs> well, she's allowed to have that name. <laughs> well, no, but still, it's – well, her full name – this is something I, like, made fun of my brother and sister-in-law about because her full name is, like, Aubrey Persephone Iris something else. And Ooh, I like Persephone. Yeah, that's my brother. He named uh, – my nephew, Dante, his middle name is Perseus. Like, he Ooh. named them after Greek gods, which – is really funny because like that's not something I talked to my brother about, but like I always loved Athena for a girl. So Ooh, that's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I like grand names too. Like I like Anastasia. I also love Scarlet for a girl. Like I think because the thing is, I think I want a simple name for a boy, but then like a more extravagant name for a girl. Like my favorite boy's name is Jack. Like I want a little boy named Jack so bad. It's just so classic and perfect. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like to each their own. Like, I just really like out there names. So I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy, and they have a planet named Xander. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's a really cool name. So like, what if I named, like, if I had a boy and named him Alexander, but it's called him Xander. Like, that was his nickname. Like, mm-hmm. that's fun. I like that. <laughs> I really like, again, with the rock star thing, when I was a kid, I thought I was going to name, whether it was a boy or a girl, I wanted to name my child Lennon. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. And then I, I we had a little girl recently that was named Lennon and I was like oh my god that is such a cool name I love that anyway it's we've talked enough about ourselves sorry it's time to talk about Ashley Simpson Ross and Ashley Nicole Ashley Nicole Simpson formerly Wentz now Ross yes (laughs) Um, which is okay we all we support divorce we don't judge here no when it's right it's it's right for you and it seems like they really have everything like it's you're right I think it seems like they're good co-parents actually I was on Pete Wentz's Instagram Mm -hmm. yesterday because I was just like thinking about I don't know, their whole situation. And I saw a comment from Tina on a post from 2019. So they had already been divorced for quite a while. And the fact that she still follows his Instagram and she still leaves comments. It was like a really nice – she was complimenting him on something. Yeah. And I just thought that was really nice that there's no animosity. Obviously, nothing too bad happened if Tina's still friends with him. Right. You know, so I thought that was really nice. And also it's publicly because I think even though it's not like they're – 
royal family or something, if their family in general is just in the public eye. Right. So she knows people are going to see that. And she obviously publicly wants people to know that she still supports Pete. It's not like she's like, oh, this guy screwed my daughter over or something. Right. So, because I don't see her commenting on Nick's page. Well, none of us are. Have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Ashley and Jessica Cast, a pop culture podcast where we talk about how much we hate Nick Lachey. <laughs> I, okay, I don't hate him. I don't hate him, but I let's just like, I wouldn't invite him to my birthday party. You know what I mean? Got it. Whereas Pete Wentz, he could maybe come. Because He's if, fun. If, yeah, if Tina's talking to him, then I'm good. You yeah. know, we trust Tina. We do. She's Tina, a great. We love you, girl. Thank you for giving us Jessica and Ashley. Oh, and by the way, remember how when we were discussing Jessica's childhood and Jessica on Newlyweds and how she says that her mom never told her to clean up after mm-hmm. herself and never taught her to clean up? And I was like, Tina would probably say, I did. Mm-hmm. I did try to tell her. So I was watching Nick and Jessica's Oprah episodes. And honestly, their Oprah appearances are weird. But I'll talk about that. We'll get to that in another, like in a Newlyweds episode. But Tina was on one of them sitting in the audience and Oprah would refer to her every once in a while and say, did you really blah 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 and tina said yes she's like well i did tell her to clean her room but she didn't and then she was so busy singing and Mm -hmm. i just went and did it for her you know right so yeah because sometimes i'll say something to my mom offhandedly my mom was and is an amazing mom but like i'll say something to her like yeah i don't think you ever did that or whatever and she'll be like i did but you just didn't want to do it or something and i'm like mom it's okay i'm not saying you're a bad mom have some ice chill (laughs) exactly exactly <laughs> so we obviously we love Ashley so much and I had trouble finding info yeah. on her. So there's not a lot of info about Ashley's childhood on no. the internet. It's like Ashley pretty much did not exist until like 2004. <laughs> For someone who's famous, and I know that okay, some people would say she's not that famous or whatever. I mean, she's not as famous as she was when she was hitting number 1, but for someone who did have a huge show on MTV that was had her name in the title and had a number 1 album. Right. I just find it really strange that she doesn't have more of a bio or whatever. And what I also uh, noticed is that just in general, there's not a lot of interviews with her. No. Even from 2004 when she was everywhere. That's that's what it felt like when I was little and – you know, all of this was going on. There's not a lot online. There's not a lot saved, whereas there's a lot of Nick and Jessica interviews and stuff from around this time. There's a lot of even just like Jessica alone. Even before Newlyweds, like there's a few of Jessica on different shows and stuff. And Ashley, even in 2004, when promoting Autobiography, there's just a few interviews here and there. They're like a minute long or three minutes long or something. And I noticed that there hasn't been any, there's no TV specials about her. There's no driven Ashley's Simpson, Diary of Ashley Simpson. You know how MTV would always do these little specials with Britney and Christina. Or like a VH1 behind the music type thing. I mean, even Nick has a VH1 behind the music, which, excuse me, you're going to give one to Nick and not (laughs) Ashley? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that that grinds my gears a little bit. It doesn't, that doesn't compute in my mind. No. So, (laughs) weird, but I don't know what you think about this, but I have a theory because also there's not a lot of interviews from recent years. There's a ton of them with both Ashley and Evan together. Because they obviously recently had their reality show, their tour, and their album. Right. But that's it. And I watched almost all of these interviews, and she talks almost not at all about her childhood. Obviously, it makes sense that they would be asking about Evan. They would be asking about their recent project. Right. Their marriage, things like that. Right. And so there's just not a lot out there. And my theory is that 
because she went through everything with SNL, I kind of feel like after that, she the media really attacked her. They really did. And social media wasn't as much of a thing then, so it wasn't as much of like just people. It was media headlines and showing it over and over again on CNN or whatever. And I think after that, she kind of was just like, I mean, yeah, she still did interviews. There's things here and there, but I found almost literally almost nothing from the IME era. Nothing. I read a few print interviews and they were honestly like really bad. Yeah. That's what I noticed. A lot of the people who interview her aren't prepared and don't have questions or like good questions. Yeah. And like even with that, like their follow-up questions either aren't related or just, it just makes no sense. It's Mm -hmm. like, granted, yeah, she's not Madonna, but still Mm -hmm. if you're interviewing someone, you should put the same care and interest into them. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love Howard Stern is because, you know, I would would listen to when I, I got into him when I was younger it was because people that I liked were on his show but then I started loving his interviews so much that I would start to watch even people that I didn't like or didn't know and then I would inevitably become a fan of them after I mean even people like when he back when he was a little more outrageous before he like you know went to therapy and had more of like a change of heart you know he used to be obviously they called him a shock jock he was very sexual and raunchy and stuff and even when he would have some crazy character on or and not even one of the whack packers just you know he would have on some girl who cheated, you know, with some celebrity and broke up a marriage or whatever. Like, he'd have some trashy story kind of thing going on. And even that person, I would be like, wow, I I get what happened. (laughs) You know what I mean? If you're a good interviewer... You always make the person that you're interviewing look good. Yeah, and comfortable. Yeah, and I feel like people interview her and it's just like they're just not – they don't give her the credit that she deserves. No, and I really feel like – I think the reason why there's so limited interviews with her is, like you said, after the SNL thing, the media was – she was scathed. For, like, Mm -hmm. a lack of a better word, because I don't even think that is appropriate to say, like, how badly they went after her. Mm -hmm. And then IME came out, I think, a year or two after. It was almost exactly a year after SNL, because I remember it was fall of 05 and SNL was fall of 04. Right. And then after that, that's when Ashley got her nose job. Mm -hmm. And then, again, like, she was just like, I don't want to talk about it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, that's what it is. It's not like she's like, no, I didn't, or whatever. She's just like, I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then the media was attacking her for that, too. Mm-hmm. I forgot what magazine it was. It may have been, like, Cosmo Girl or something. But I remember, like, the headline on it was like, we're getting nosy with Ashley Simpson. And then it was like, <laughs> they asked about it, and she hung up on them, or, like, she ended the interview. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, when I was doing research for this episode, I found out something that I never knew before, Tell which me. is the Marie Claire controversy. Do you know what I'm just talking about? Oh think so yeah so i never had heard of this either but apparently right before she got her nose job she was in marie claire magazine and did an interview with them and they asked her about beauty and stuff and she kind of just gave a general comment about how you know she doesn't want to change her looks and she doesn't think that that's necessary and people are beautiful naturally the way that they are you know she put a very big focus on that and then very soon after this was published she got her nose job and so marie claire look this up on google because it's so stupid but interesting the readers were writing in and they were dissing Ashley like really hard and saying she's such a fake kind of piggybacking on the SNL thing of course we don't feel that way but this is what some people said is that she's a fake and so it was kind of like okay she's doing it with her music and now she's doing it with her face too she's claiming she's all natural and then she goes and gets a nose job and it's like people change their minds yeah and that's fine I Mm -hmm. mean I just think it's silly that like she or even just because like she might 
her nose might have just been like one thing it's not i think it was them shaving off the bump if you want to call it that and like mm-hmm. straightening out the bridge it makes it look more dramatic than what it really was mm-hmm. but that was it it's not like she got a ton of filler and like she got an, a brow lift like and all this stuff it was something she was insecure about like if you're confident with your looks be confident in your looks mm-hmm. but it's not like she was saying oh no like go out and get plastic surgery because x y and z and even if you don't think you need it you should go do it mm-hmm. i think she just wanted to preach a positive message but like preaching something to i mean yes you should practice what you preach but just because she had an issue with herself like why does that have why does everybody else have to dictate what their lives what something she did that was personal yeah i just think in general people should not judge so hard especially when it comes to looks because again you have to remember that it must be really weird to grow up looking like jessica simpson but not being jessica simpson and then she becomes famous first and actually felt inadequate i mean obviously we all know from shadow how she felt right and she's talked about it as well i actually have some quotes from her for this episode about it but she's constantly looking in the mirror herself she's constantly seeing video footage of herself and pictures and all that kind of stuff and if something that you constantly see keeps bothering you then you know you might say one day oh i'm not into that kind of stuff and then maybe she had a friend or something who had the bump shaved off their nose and she was like oh wow yeah you know she probably had somebody refer her to a really good surgeon or something and changed her mind that's allowed and even if she said like oh well you know like if you want to get botox or whatever if she said something along those lines that have been like oh look at her telling everyone that they need to get plastic surgery and like that's why i'm so glad i'm not ever going to be famous because i can't handle that you never know i'll pass (laughs) (laughs) no like i have way too much anxiety to deal with that you know know, it's weird it's such a weird concept and life but ashley you know she wanted this life and she does a good job yeah with it i think especially since she was publicly humiliated in front of so many people yeah and honestly you know we'll talk about the whole snl thing obviously when we get to it i'm sure you guys know there's a whole one to two episode arc at the beginning of season two of the ashley simpson show that's right they started filming right before snl obviously not knowing what was going to happen but they thought they were just documenting a happy milestone and then what happened happened but i mean we're not going to talk about that for a while so I don't know if you want to touch on it. Um, up to you. We can. Yeah. I just feel like any entertainer, anyone who's ever been on stage saw that and did not make fun of her because so many things can go wrong right. in performances and not all performances are going to be amazing. And my heart broke for her and still does. And it's just really a shame that the world judged her based on this one mistake yeah especially since like they even said it it was her acid reflux was was really really bad that day and i'm not gonna lie and be like oh i have it severely um but it they've had a couple times where like it was bothering me and it feels like someone has a lighter in the back of my throat and then she's expected to sing on that like on top of that Well, I know her doctor told her that she literally couldn't or she would permanently damage her voice. Right. But the thing is, even if she just chose to lip sync, say she was just like, you know what? 
I want to lip sync. I mean, how many people lip sync? I mean, even Beyonce has lip synced and she's probably one of the most legitimately talented. Beyonce obviously can sing. She does not need to lip sync. And yet she does sometimes. It's just her choice as an artist and no one really nails her to the wall for that. No, especially with the things like the Super Bowl. Like sometimes they'll maybe sing live during uh, the dress rehearsal, but mm-hmm. then they end up playing that during the actual show in case there's technical issues or things like that. Or mm-hmm. the Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day parades, everyone's on their floats and they're singing but they're lip singing so Mm -hmm. it's like why yeah and i really blame the drummer it's totally his fault i mean is does some of the blame fall on ashley i mean i guess because it's her show and it was her performance but you know it was up to him to press play and play the correct song and okay fine he because first she performed pieces of me fine without any issues and then she was supposed to perform autobiography second which still makes me so sad because If she had performed it and it did well, it probably would have been a single. And, you know, I really wish that was a single because I love that song and I think it would have been a great video for her. And I think so. You know, but he pressed play on Pieces of Me, which had already been performed instead of Autobiography. But he just let it freaking play. All he had to do, I mean, he was in her band. Doesn't he know her music like the back of his hand? Like Seriously. As soon as you hear, just as a fan, I'm like, I know the difference between pieces and me. As soon as you hear those first guitar strings, it's a different tune than autobiography. If he had just immediately, I mean, you're supposed to have a good ear. He's a musician. Like, as soon as I heard that, I would be like, oh, shit. And I would have stopped it and then played the right song or even just stopped it just stopped it. <laughs> like, even yeah, if he just, was panicking or something, just stop it. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Like, if I was him and I hit play and I realized that's the wrong song, I would have stopped it. Just, like, done something crazy on the drums. Like, mm-hmm. hit the cymbals. Like, kind yeah. of get everyone, like, hyped up. And then make sure the correct song was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because especially the beginning of Pieces of Me is is very low-key. Like, even if, it start, even if it played for a few seconds, people, that people at home wouldn't even have known that the guitarist wasn't playing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's not like it's like a hard rock banger. Like, if she's saying right. I am me, where it's like immediately off the bat, you would have noticed. I agree. It's really his fault, honestly. Like, I hope he still feels good. I mean, I don't I don't <laughs> want anyone to be in pain for 15 years or whatever, but it is his fault, honestly. But we're still salty. <laughs> the people that I also, like, I also do blame Joe. I, I bl- blame Ashley probably the least because, I mean, even though I think she had just turned 20 at the time. Right. That's young. But the thing is, she didn't take her acid reflux seriously. Like, her Mm -hmm. doctor did tell her that she needed to be more serious about it. And, you know, the night before, like, as I watched this episode recently, she goes out to party with her friends. She's, like, screaming over the loud music, you know. she They get that big breakfast in the morning. They're eating pancakes and Like, orange juice. Yeah, and all this stuff is not good for acid reflux. And, you know, even people that don't have acid reflux, I mean, when I have to sing, I don't eat certain foods. I mean, it's just kind of a known thing when you're a singer and I think because she didn't have the kind of vocal training maybe that Jessica had right she didn't because I first had vocal training in third grade since then I've known in the morning before your performance you have some herbal tea you know you don't want to have a big thing of pancakes with butter and syrup that's not good and I get that she is just young and free and at the top of her game and making tons of money and being really successful and she gets to be on SNL so she brought her girlfriends and she just wanted to have fun and I totally understand that but when you're dealing with a medical condition, it's just probably so much more serious than she realized but her dad her parents should have been like ashley that's one thing i'm kind of disappointed with because joe's her manager like because you were saying she shouldn't have been out partying and eating all of that the night before but also kind of putting that to the side why didn't joe go to the producers of the show and be like she really cannot sing 
Right. What can we do? Like, we know this is last, but it's not even, it was the morning of. Mm-hmm. So, like, they couldn't find anybody to step in, you know? That's like, the, well, okay. So, I, I heard a recent interview with Ashley where mm-hmm. she said that she should have put her foot down, that, like, right. she's learned how to say no and she should have just said no because she didn't want to lip sync and she wasn't big on lip syncing her whole thing was i'm imperfect so i'm not singing i want to love you forever and i have to hit all those notes perfectly i mean i love ashley's voice she has a very grungy rock kind of voice but you know sometimes when she does sing live it's not the sharpest performance but that was like part of her thing is i'm just a normal girl yeah i can sing but her whole thing was i'm normal like i'm i'm more relatable i'm just like a regular kid with converse and Trying to figure out life and stuff, whereas, like, Jessica's this perfect, Very polished, refined. She's married. She's trying to figure out how to cook and stuff. And Ashley is – it is a really stark difference when you turn on Ashley Simpson's show. I mean, she's four years younger, but it's funny because Jessica's so immature, too. She's like – she can't even put the toilet paper onto the – you know. But with Jessica, they were just like, oh, like, it's funny. It's quirky. And with Ashley, they're like, oh, you're a child. You're an idiot. Like, they were just so harsh on her. I know. And I think in addition to her being kind of traumatized by the media after SNL, prior to SNL, there's not as much info in press because again it proves the whole shadow thing it's even when I'm looking for information about Ashley and I type in something specific like Ashley Simpson 17 magazine December 2004 or whatever the first thing I see is like Jessica Simpson hits new heights with her reality show exactly (laughs) it's like Ashley was born (laughs) she went to there was like one article that like I couldn't even find it which was crazy that she did talking about uh, how she went to the school of ballet. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was 17. But it's like, like I said, it's Ashley was born. She's Jessica's backup dancer. Not even because we find that because of interviews, just like pictures and mm-hmm. seeing Jessica's music videos. And then it's like, oh, then now she's on the Ashley Simpson show. Right. The only piece of, like, this is the thing that's in every single bio and article about her is that she went to the school of American ballet when she was 11. That's like the only thing that people point out about her whole childhood. And I had to really, I mean, it was a pleasure because I love <laughs> Ashley, but I had to really read through so many interviews and dig through the internet to even find, like I have, you know, when we get to our notes, I'll talk about them, but I have little tidbits about her that really aren't even that interesting, but it was really all that I could garner because, you know, every once in a while, some interviewer would be like, oh, what were you like as a kid? And she would give some info, but it's almost, I mean, I don't think this, but it's almost as if something happened during her childhood or her teen years earlier teen years that was you know she committed a crime or like there's something all the records need to be expunged right right like what (laughs) what happened i just want to know more about ashley simpson ross i just want to know what her life was like but i guess because of jessica we love you jessica we We don't blame you you didn't ask to be born first and no like perfect Um, but we're glad you were born Oh my god, we're so glad you were born. What would we be doing right now? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess we'll start with... I mean, just to sum up the SNL thing, she did not deserve what she got. No. She's so talented, and I mean, I guess she could have refused to perform, but they didn't want to lose that opportunity. Yeah, and then they would have been like, oh, well, now she's being a diva, and she's not performing. Right. Like, that, I really exactly. don't think there was a way she would have gotten out of this unscathed. Yeah, that would have been the story is, you know, it would have been Ashley Simpson is unreliable. Yeah, diva behavior on the set of SNL. Right, and it's like the girl could not sing that day. (laughs) We love you, Ashley. So much. So Ashley Nicole Simpson was born October 3rd, 1984. 
Libra. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Libras appreciate beauty and balance. So she obviously was born to Tina and Joe Simpson in Waco. And when she was three years old, she started learning ballet. And then when she was 11, she was accepted into the School of American Ballet. People say that she was the youngest person ever, which I did say in our first episode. I don't know if that's true. Like I couldn't find any real source to confirm that. And the thing is, ballet schools get really serious when you're really young because your career is so short in general. So it's probably not true that she was the youngest person ever. It seems... I think the thing about Joe lying about her age is probably true. Probably. Because apparently the specific program that she wanted to get in, I think she started with a summer program from what I could find. And that program probably said 12 to 17 or something. So that could be it. Maybe Joe lied about her age to get her in. Mm -hmm. But yeah. But I'm thinking they have to have, I think that they have like eight-year-olds at the School of American Ballet. So maybe it wasn't like that back then. And I'm sure he wanted, obviously he wanted opportunities for her the same way that Jessica was having all these opportunities. And I couldn't find any information about did Joe stay in Texas with Jessica and Tina in New York? I was trying to find that too and nothing. I don't know. I think Ashley was alone in New York. I feel so bad. (laughs) But that's basically what it sounds like is like they put Ashley in a box, kicked her down the Hudson River and I was like, see you later. (laughs) Kicked her down. Yeah. Like just in the box. Just like. (laughs) I mean, at least she was doing something really prestigious. Yeah. But yeah, there is an interview with Jessica and Ashley where Jessica says, I thought she was going to be the famous one. Oh, wow. Because from the time she was born, you know, Jessica was obviously four. So Jessica remembers when Ashley was born and when she started talking and all that kind of stuff. And she was like, she was the one who was always performing. She was a really amazing ballerina. And apparently Ashley can still, she mentioned it in some of the Evan interviews and stuff. She, Evan was saying, yeah, it's crazy. Like the stuff she can still do. Oh, wow. And he's like, yeah, she'll just have her leg up straight up in the air for no reason <laughs> and I was like that's really cool and then I actually found a recent picture of Ashley with her leg up on the ballet bar mm-hmm. so I guess she still studies ballet which is awesome because good. as your body is aging to keep doing those exercises and movements is gonna make her really strong and yeah. all that kind of stuff so when she wasn't at the School of American Ballet it says that she studied at Prairie Creek Elementary School and Richardson North Junior High which is also where Jessica went and I read one article that said this. I don't know if this is true, but apparently the reason that she left the School of American Ballet and came back to Texas was because she was suffering from an eating disorder. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, so many of those girls go through that. Even girls that aren't in that, I mean, especially girls that aren't in that school because they're trying to get there. And, you know, I can't imagine how hard that must have been for her, especially if her family's not there with her and she's like a little girl. I mean, she was literally a child. It's not even like she went away to college. Right. You know? Yeah, she was in middle school. Yeah. And it's sad that Jessica and Ashley both had such brutal body issues. But hopefully Ashley's okay now. I hope that she doesn't still have to deal with that. Right. I think it's something that's associated with young girls, but most women, like, if you have that when you're younger, you kind of have it. It never really goes away. Yeah. Even if you're not actually really doing it, you still have the tendencies and the 
intrusive thoughts. Yeah, that's, yeah, where it's just like, well, I'm eating, but like, how fast is everybody else eating? How much are they eating? Like, yeah. what are they eating? Like, and mm-hmm. because that's something that I try to be more mindful about where I'm just like, no, I just call it my invisible audience to like laugh it off. I'm like, like, it's not real, mm-hmm. but in the back, like, it's still there in the back of my head sometimes. And I'm just like, I hate this so I know, much. I know. It's, it's really hard just in general as a woman. I mean, yeah. not that I know that men also have eating disorders, but more women. It's something that afflicts women more right. commonly. So I don't, like, I can't confirm that that's why she left the school, but I know that, I mean, I don't know, but almost every article does say that she had an eating disorder in her teens. It's on Wikipedia too with a source. So I think that she definitely had an eating disorder. I'm just not sure if it was so severe that at that time she had to leave. She left. And I also read somewhere that Tina and Joe, because Joe was a youth minister, but he also was a psychologist. Okay. And so he used to counsel a lot of people in the church. I don't know how that works. Like, I don't know if he had a separate thing too or if it was just the church but I read that he and Tina treated her eating disorder so I would be interested to hear more about that because I don't know if that's really the best thing right but I mean I'm sure they you know I'm I'm sure it wasn't just them just like (laughs) we're duct taping you to a chair (laughs) right right So then when Ashley was 14 and Jessica was 18, they moved from Texas to Los Angeles as a family for Jessica's career. I think it's interesting because I heard Ashley talking about mainly the teen years of being jealous of Jessica, but in the song she says, I was six years old when my parents went away. Mm So, I mean, I guess if she was six, then Jessica was 10. So it makes sense that that's when Jessica probably really started performing and singing more. Yeah. Yeah. In her Driven episodes, she's clearly like around that age. You see her performing and stuff. So maybe it started then, but it obviously must have intensified once she had a record deal. Because it's very different when your gorgeous, talented older sister is performing at the church and at local rodeos or something in Texas, and then when she has a record deal and you're flying to LA. Yeah. (laughs) That's different, you know? And a lot of the articles also said that while she was a ballerina and she was on a track to do that, she had bigger dreams of singing and acting. So it must have been really hard when Jessica is kind of running away with that career. And, you know, the whole family didn't move to New York when Ashley got her ballet school. No, but everyone moved to L.A. with Jessica. Yeah, it's like, mm, I don't know. I'm not saying that Tina and Joe favor Jessica at all. I have obviously no freaking idea. But the circumstances were different, you know, where it's... Yeah. Jessica, she was probably with Joe or Tina while she was recording in Nashville. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it was just kind of – Ashley was in ba- ballet school, but, like, she didn't have anything concrete yet. Mm-hmm. Where it was, like, after Jessica had tried recording her first album, it fell through because of the label, not necessarily her. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we can do this, and we're going to do this. So let's – Let's go. Yeah. And that's around the time that Ashley started backup dancing for Jessica. Which I think is great because that way she's still dancing. You know, Mm -hmm. she's still keeping in movement and she gets to be with her family. Right. And she's making her own money. Right. You know, so that is probably what really got her started and kind of gave her the performing bug of, you know, because if you're meant to be a performer and you, it's just, it's like then when you finally are actually in, I mean, I'm sure she was on stage a lot when she went to School of American Ballet, but it's different if you're like performing in front of a arena of people. Yeah. Like that really got the momentum for her going. Yeah. It's really had her inspired, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ricky Martin and 98 Degrees were doing arenas 
And that's who Jessica opened for. And that's one of the times that Ashley was her backup dancer. Oh, so, wow. you know, to go from performing in front of, you know, I'm sure when you're in the School of American Ballet, like, yeah, there's recitals at the end of the year, but it's more for like your like final. I yeah, guess, no it's, way to it's, explain it. yeah, it's more of a organized school thing. It's not like this fun pop music adventure on the road with this cute boy band. And I mean, it must have been so much fun for the two of them to do that, even though Ashley was feeling like she was in the I mean, she literally was a backup dancer. So she yeah. literally was in the background. And you know, knowing what she could do and that she does have her own awesome stage presence. I'm sure it was hard to just be in the back. But I feel like it was mixed feelings. Yeah, you know, it was like she has a taste, but like this is what she really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And then after that, it's kind of like that's when, not like directly after, but like a couple years after, that's when Ashley started on Seventh Heaven. Right. So she did a couple. <laughs> we're laughing because we hate that show. I tried to watch it. I really wanted to give it a chance, but. And like, I have a high tolerance for trash TV. Oh my God. But it's not even this is like so bad that it's good. It's trying to be very serious, but like. It's so bad. It's just all over the place. Yeah. But I love how we meet Ashley, her character, Cecilia. She like pops out of nowhere and she's, or like a room in the house and she's talking to this other character, Simon, and she's like, we need to make out until you get it right. And I'm like, yeah what that's a weird first scene yeah like her first like that's her introduction to the show and then like the guy's like what's your name again and she's like cecilia (laughs) i was dying because so in her first episode there was a chimpanzee in the house oh my goodness and yeah people address it but they don't i mean i'm sure i guess it was explained on the previous season but in addition to all these people that are living in the house which is a lot of people 12 people it's they okay it's the parents they're five kids and i think one of the girlfriend's boyfriends and then well the cop is her husband right is beverly mitchell's husband well when the first episode that ashley's introduced it was they're not married yet and that's why because oh the 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 pastor right yeah the pastor at the church was like well they can't be living together if they're not married and the dad's like well he's living in the garage not the house and we paid for the extension for the garage so shut your mouth basically yeah (laughs) also the show is hard to watch because of that dude who's a pedophile the dad oh my god (laughs) horrible but so the first episode Ashley's in is also like Mary played by Jessica Biel is like I don't know 20 or something and she's dating this 50 year old sailor pilot yeah pilot. <laughs> and then the dad's just like uh so he's like the same age as me and she's like you guys don't get it oh my god oh. yeah she's like he's a smart stable man and the age thing doesn't even matter and I don't know it's just not a good show and I remember hating it when I was a kid because I was very I was kind of like Ashley like I was just trying to be different and I was rebellious so I was that this show is so straight laced that it just bothered me. I wanted to watch cool shows. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was never I really into it. Seventh Heaven, but I thought it was kind of interesting that Ashley's first role was about a family that's really heavily involved with the church. Mm-hmm. 
But then also in true Ashley fashion, her character and then her being herself, it's like, she's not exactly following that mm-hmm. too close to heart where it's like, you know, we know that Jessica remained a virgin till marriage and Ashley put Lala on her first album. Yes. Well, I actually, I did some research on this because I wanted to know how Ashley felt about that. Right. Because it's interesting if you're raised by the same two parents. Just how different the dynamic was between them. Right. So I think it was Elle magazine. They were kind of joking around with her and they got her to, I mean, she didn't explicitly say it, but they were talking about sex and stuff and she basically said that she had had sex and she was didn't have the same purity vow. Right. And then in another article... I think this was Cosmopolitan Mm -hmm. in 2004. So she said, I think that having sex before you're married is something that you should decide on your own. I never chose to speak up about it because it's something that if you're ready for, you should do. And if you're not ready, then you shouldn't do it. Perfect explanation. Exactly. Perfect explanation. She obviously supports Jessica's choice, but she had a different choice. And it's fine, you know. There's so much in our culture about virginity, which is so weird. It should just be just that. Yeah. If you're not ready, then you shouldn't do it. If you're ready, then you should. And that's... That's how I feel about it, too. So we need to stop looking at people as bartering items because that's where that really comes from. Or like, you know, like the woman had less value if she wasn't a virgin before she got married. And Uh. like kind of going off topic a little bit, I just found out that like the tradition of having bridesmaids was that all the bridesmaids were supposed to dress up like the bride. They were supposed to wear white and veils Mm -hmm. to confuse the evil spirit so no harm would come to the bride. And then the best man, I know, like this is like the whole marriage thing is so weird to me. Um, I'm making a face. (laughs) Um, the whole reason why sorry (laughs) his face just that was great Um, the whole reason why men would have a best man was because let's say the guy gets cold feet or backs out whatever last minute then the best man's supposed to step in and marry the girl which kind of going back to the whole reason why women wear veils is so their face is obscured as they're walking down the aisle so the guy can't back out last minute Oh my god. Yeah. I didn't know any of this. Yeah, there's like more that's just like more people, most people, excuse me, would wear like red or blue or things like that um, for their weddings. And that was really common. The reason why people started wearing white was because I don't remember exactly who it was. It was during medieval times. It was, I don't want to say Queen Elizabeth. That wasn't Queen Elizabeth. But it was like someone was like, like I said, it was like medieval Renaissance era where everything's like gross and dirty. Like there's not, like there was clean paved roads. So What's more regal and royal than wearing white when you're getting married to show your wealth and your status? Mm -hmm. And then after that, everyone else started doing it to be on trend. And now it's, I mean, not now, but eventually it became you're wearing white because you're not dirty. You're not, you haven't had sex with any other men. So you're pure. So you get to wear white. And the whole reason that that was even a thing, like that church got involved with marriage was because then everyone was going to church. So a lot of people would put like, I don't want to say like a flyer, but like they'd post the wedding announcement on the church doors. Mm -hmm. So everyone in the town would see it. Mm -hmm. And the church was like, well, if you're going to do that, (laughs) let's get involved in that. So then everyone like started getting married in the church it wasn't the two were separate for such a long time so sorry that's our history lesson for the day <laughs> this has been the marriage podcast <laughs> See featuring ashley and jessica simpson yeah right well no though even the like i kind of want to just touch on that like quickly because of how those are just 
obviously older traditions and like Jessica to an extent followed those traditions. Yeah, I'm actually going to post on the Instagram today this video clip that I found. So an interesting watch is Nick and Jessica on Larry King Live in 2003. It was very soon after the premiere of Newlyweds, I think maybe a couple months. They're interviewed by Ryan Seacrest, who was filling in for Larry King. And his hair and glasses is a whole other conversation. (laughs) And Nick and Jessica both look so good. They look really at the peak of their just perfect Barbie and Ken-ness. And Jessica actually revealed that her decision to stay a virgin, we were kind of talking more about the religious aspect, which I thought was the main thing. Right. But I guess I forgot about this from her book, but she said that it was more the romance aspect of it. Oh. She said that her mom and her grandma had done the same thing and that it wasn't about God as much as it was just, she's like, I'm such a romantic and I just love the idea of saving that special moment and that part of yourself for one person that you're going to marry. And that was the main driving force behind that. And they both said that it was really hard to wait and everything. But from the beginning, I mean, Nick always was really good about that. And she writes about it in her book too. She's obviously very critical of a lot of ways that he treated her, but he, she even, you know, she gives him that and and says he was always so respectful about that. And I just think that's great. You know, if you're saving your virginity for marriage because of Jesus, that's very cool. Like that's your choice and you should go for it. But there are other, I think people really associate that like virginity with conservative religious people, but it for her, it was more of a romance kind of thing. And I love that. I think that's so sweet. Yeah. That she's just a hopeless romantic. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for people should do whatever they want. Yeah, it's so, your body, it's your choice. Right. I do think that is a really romantic idea to like only have sex with one person, yeah. you know, forever. I think that's obviously didn't end up working out. <laughs> but with still, Nick, but even then, it's like, okay, she did have sex with Nick. It didn't end up working out. But still, it's for Jessica, she can still kind of hold on to the idea of, hey, like I held this so close to me and I still haven't been with a ton of people, you know? Yeah. There's a celebrity weddings special that's on vh1 this is what i'm saying is there's so many specials like about jessica and yeah. not about ashley but and and she talks about it in that and she says i'm so happy that i waited it was really mm. special and in the book she said that she's like what i didn't realize is your first time is kind of awkward and uncomfortable no matter what situation you're in but right. she said still that it was really special and you know she's a lady she doesn't get into it in the book <laughs> or anything she doesn't say what it was really like which is good yeah but she did say and I posted this too and I posted their wedding pictures is that all these years later she said she was meant to marry Nick and that she doesn't regret marrying him so which is so sweet I love that I feel like divorce is not a failure and they did it seems like fake to say this oh their careers benefited that's not the point of marriage but you know think about all of the good that came from them being together right you know they were able to succeed beyond anything they had before through their union which is really nice i mean it changed the course of so many lives like we were saying even just like the producers of newlyweds and all those people made so much more money and probably had better careers just because of these two people being together right which actually that just reminds me of a question because you put up a questions thing on instagram i did and amanda Durek. i'm so sorry if i said that wrong she said do you think like the both of us Mm -hmm. ashley would have been as successful successful (laughs) without jessica first and she said i say yes slash maybe but Mm -hmm. what do you um, think i'm not sure i think there probably wouldn't have been as much i don't know like i go back and forth because i think 
Ashley seeing Jessica constantly being compared to Brittany and like them trying to push her into that more sexy image when that wasn't her. Mm-hmm. That's why Ashley was able to put her foot down and be like, no, I don't want to be Hillary Duff. I don't want to be like mm-hmm. that to be like my competition. Like I just want to be myself. And I feel like she was able to do that because of that. But then it's also on the flip side where it's just like if Ashley came out first and then we were introduced to Jessica. Not really sure if people would have picked up. I don't think MTV would have picked up the Ashley Simpson show. I could be wrong. Yeah. My opinion is that no, she would not have been as big without Jessica first because she had, she was already in, already. It sound like I'm from <laughs> Minnesota. She was already in the public consciousness a little right. bit and she had that name and she had two parents that by that point, this is a huge element of it. They were already savvy and they already had connections by the time that Ashley was doing what she she was doing right and they wanted to keep that longevity of mm-hmm. it going yeah but it's also like people always compared ashley to jessica and like oh well she's like the ugly duckling of the two and it's Ugh. like that's completely invalid completely invalid only ashley compared to anyone else in the world you'd be like ashley's more gorgeous but of course jessica i'm not even saying that Jessica's more beautiful than Ashley. They're both so beautiful. It, it doesn't matter diff- to me. They're beautiful in different ways. Yeah, they look alike. It's like I said in the first episode, they're two sides of the same coin. They look alike, but not. Yeah. And the thing is that it just wasn't, like, it's interesting to think, okay, what if Jessica was just a normal, I guess at the time she would have been in college. So say she went to college and Ashley's, and the parents took Ashley to LA instead and Ashley became the first singer. I wonder if they would have pushed her in more of a pop direction because she didn't have to play off of Jessica. Yeah, I feel like they might have just been like, well, if this is what you really want to do, you kind of, same position Jessica was in where like, you have to do what you have to to get out there. Yeah, it's not, it's not a reflection on her talent. I just, it's that it's so hard to make it in the business and Ashley had, I don't want to call it a gimmick, but she just had this thing to play off of, which was, I'm Jessica's sister, but I'm not like her. Right. And it was different. You know, it, it, did feel like because she was younger so she was closer to my age but she was still older so than me so it was like I looked up to her and I thought she was so cool and she was more like you know she had her life less figured out than Jessica I guess right so she felt more like just a kid and I think the thing that like I think the strongest thing about Ashley's talent is her songwriting I think she has really good lyrics I kind of would see her without the big push of Jessica newlyweds seventh heaven if she had just tried to do a music career I see more of an indie thing for her yeah I could see her being more like Tori Kelly Tori Kelly or even like an Alanis or something yeah well I mean like I don't mean music genre but like just the fact of like she was writing songs for so many other people Mm -hmm. and then after a while she finally came out with her own music and she's not massively big but she still has like a really hardcore group of fans Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Tori Kelly, it's actually so, I don't want to say annoying, but like every time I go on Twitter to like just tweet and like engage with people who follow us, everyone's saying it's either Ashley or Jessica who's the seahorse on the Masked Singer and it's not. It's Tori Kelly and it grinds oh my, my gears because in while we were quarantined, I think it was in like May or June, I could be like wrong, I don't know the exact date, but Corey 
Corey. Tori Kelly <laughs> recorded her singing My Heart Will Go On on like Instagram Live and like people have like recorded it and posted it on YouTube and then on The Masked Singer she sang the same song pretty much exactly the same way mm-hmm. and because this week or last week's episode she sang Baby One More Time everyone's like oh it's Jessica because like she's singing a Britney song mm-hmm. and it's like no. no. <laughs> like Jessica has a very distinct voice. She really does. So but do you remember well did you see when Jessica imitated Britney on SNL? Yes. That was funny. That she really, was really sounded funny. like her. <laughs> yeah. So we have another question. Yes. Which is because we asked you guys to ask us Ashley related questions. So what do you think Ashley would have done in her career after SNL if she hadn't got caught lip syncing. So I'm not one of those people who says it ruined her career. I hate when people say that. It's so dramatic. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I don't feel it ruined her career, but it threw it off course. So I know that she did a little tour after for Autobiography, but that album was huge. She sold 3 million copies. I mean, I know it sold more now, but at the time I remember people kept saying 3 million copies, 3 million copies. Like even Jessica was like, her album sold more in half a year than mine did in two years or something. Right. And for that large of an album, plus you have a show on top of it, she should have done a world tour. Yeah. That should have been capitalized. And Ashley was kind of that last breath of pop stars that would really, they would really play out their albums over a period of time. So it wasn't like, oh, I have a couple singles and it's over. And I feel like Ashley was one of the last people who could have done this and she should have done this, but the SNL thing threw it off. Was Autobiography is a good album. It's timeless. Like, I really, I don't care what anybody says. I feel like if that album came out now, as it is, I feel like it would have been just as successful. Like, and not necessarily in terms of, like, what's trending right now, mm-hmm. but just lyrically what was put out, the production of the album, mm-hmm. I feel like it would have done just fine. Yeah, I really love her lyrics, because some of it, yes, it is very 19-year-old stuff, but a lot of it has a very interesting depth to it. Right. And it's just relatable no matter what age you're at. I think all the relationship stuff is so, so good. And that album could have had several more singles and should have had several more singles. I would actually argue that almost every song on that album, if not every song, could have been a single. Yeah. It's such a good album. I mean, people probably would disagree with this. I don't think there's much filler on that album. I think every song is really strong. I mean, Giving It All Away is kind of not a single song, but if she wanted to do that, she still could have done it. But, I mean, I think she should have released Autobiography, Love Me For Me. I think Love Goes, Love Makes the World Go Round yeah. would be a good single. And I wish that she had written the album out in the sense of continuing to release singles over a period of like two years, continuing to release music videos while touring on it. It really should have been that kind of longevity with that album. And instead I read something when I was doing research for this episode that she kind of rushed doing I Am Me because she wanted to prove herself. Right. Which is strange to me because doing an album isn't going to prove that you can sing because anyone could get editing in the studio. Right. So I just wish she had done more. And we're not, I'm not criticizing her. I don't know what I would do. I mean, who knows what you would do if that I happened to like you. I feel like it was also following off the SNL thing, then she was trying to promote Lala as a single. Mm-hmm. And then she had the whole thing at the Orange Bowl where like her in years, I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. They weren't working, so she couldn't hear herself. So she was mm-hmm. off key with the band and everything else. And then everyone's right. like, oh, look, another shitty Ashley Simpson performance instead of, yeah. I know someone's going to get mad about this, but I don't care. I'm going to say it. 
Mariah Carey for New Year's Eve when she didn't go to sound check and then couldn't hear herself in her in-ears and then she was just kind of walking around the stage like she played it off. She's like, okay, like mm-hmm. I can't hear myself. But like, it's like, why was that kind of people just like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. Where it's like, Ashley's trying to still give a good performance mm-hmm. and they were like, nope. Well, I did like how, because I know, I think it was the day after SNL, she was on the Radio Music Awards or like a couple days later and she did that thing where she pretended like oh, that yeah. joke i thought that was a cute that was yeah, a good way like, to just kidding it. guys yeah. yeah she's poked fun at herself which is important to do in life i think in general but i just i think that if it not for the snl thing i think that she would have made a lot more money i think she would have done a tour for autobiography and i think she would have probably released more singles and i think she would have had higher sales of her second album whenever she decided to do that it probably wouldn't have been so soon after her first album but yeah i mean i think that's the main thing online on youtube there's ashley simpson concert at walmart 2005 which made me so mad because i was like joe What's going on? Because wow, I'm sorry, but look, okay, Ashley sold more than Jessica, but you never saw Jessica at Walmart, did you? No. So I want to know why. Why is Ashley performing at Walmart after she has that much sales? This is not before. I can understand before the album came out. If you're just doing these little gigs, why is Ashley Simpson in 2005 doing Walmart? That's very weird. That's kind of sad because even like Big Time Rush, which it was like that was that like Nickelodeon TV show where they had the four guys and it was essentially like a boy band, Hannah Montana. Mm -hmm. They were even performing at malls, not Walmart. So why wasn't Ashley given the same respect? I don't know. Sorry, like that really just pisses me off. I know. And she does like a Q&A in the Walmart. And um, and one of the questions was like, how does it because this was in Texas. And she was like, how does it feel to be back in Texas and everything? And she's like, I'm so happy that I could end the tour here. And I'm like, wait, did she do a tour of Walmarts? What are they talking about? That's what I'm saying is after SNL, because she no longer had legitimacy as a live act. That's why she couldn't tour. But I, I'm sorry. I don't think that... I feel like Joe should have fought and advocated for her and still trying to get her, even if it was just like a Wango Tango. Yeah. You know, like something. I, I just don't understand that. But... And then that makes sense, though, because then you have IME, like you said, came out a year after. Mm-hmm. And then... So what was it? That was, I think, 2006? 2005. And then she didn't put out another album until like late... Was Bittersweet World 2000. 2000- Nine? 2008 i believe but it was like towards or maybe it was 2009 hold on let me talk right now um, but wait, i remember watching uh listening to it when it first came out because that's when i when i was on my like eighth grade trip to washington dc and like mm-hmm. everyone was like trying to talk to me on the bus i'm like no ashley's new album came out i don't want to hear it like boys it was just on loop mm-hmm. um yeah it says april 19th 2008 yeah So it's like she took three years from that, but even then, like, you know, people were just kind of like, oh, well, you know, Pete helped write Little Miss Obsessive, and like, so what other songs is Pete writing on your album? And she's just like, and then what was it? They were like, oh, well, you're married, like, are you pregnant? And she's like, no, like, I'm giving birth to this album, but... Mm -hmm. Why? Like, I don't know. I just feel like people just didn't really care about her and what she was trying to do they were just kind of like oh well you're here so let's see what we can do with that you know instead of like talking about the album itself or like what really was her process Mm -hmm. and trying to contribute that to it well since we're talking about kind of talking about i and me i just wanted an excuse to talk about this (laughs) the day that i met ashley so i probably should tell this story please do so 
I went to her IME tour. I went to the New York City show. And by then, I had already, you know, my mom was very used to having to cart me around to concerts because I was, since I was little, it's one of my favorite things to do is see live concerts. And I really loved Ashley. didn't care at all about SNL. I was like, I know she's going to do amazing when I go see her on stage. Uh, my mom took me and I had already seen my favorite band multiple times in the front row. So I really wanted to get front row for Ashley. And it was at like a smaller club. So it was general admission so I begged my mom to bring me there early in the day and so she took me early in the day and waited there all day with me and I met some other diehard Ashley fans I'd also gotten there early and it was just so fun to be online with them and we were all of course so defensive about Ashley we were like she's the best like everyone needs to (laughs) shut up and everything and it was funny we actually saw Matthew Broderick on the street <laughs> so that was really exciting because we were just waiting in line outside and he walked by and we're like oh my god but anyway so I did end up getting front row at the concert which was amazing and then she performed and it was obviously so great and she's so cute like her personality really comes out and her performance is just like Jessica and She did amazingly, but then, I don't know why this follows this girl around, she had technical difficulties with something with her sound. Someone on her team is trying to, like, ruin her Honestly, right? It kind of seems like that. So, they were setting something up or they had to change something, so she had a few free minutes, basically, in between songs. And instead of going backstage and having some water or just chilling out for a minute or whatever, I mean, she must have been stressed, like, it's her big New York show and there's another, yet again, there's something going wrong. She came over to the side of the stage and just started like talking to us it was so cute and she was just like I can sign something for you guys if you guys have anything (laughs) it was just so sweet which of course I did not have anything and I was like you know I'm just I'm very young at this point so I'm just like kicking yourself oh my god like (laughs) Ashley's talking to me you know like I was like oh my god yeah and then the people next to me were more aggressive I didn't really get to say much to her other than like hi and I love you and the concert's so amazing and like you're doing so well and someone was like what's going on right now Ashley like what you know with the concert and she was just like I don't know they're trying to like figure something out I would have been so excited though because like that's time to engage with like I've never met her and I hope to one day yeah um but still like that just sounds like so much fun where it's like you had that time to talk to her like in between songs and then it's like she still has to finish the rest of the show so you're getting more quality time with ashley such a sweetie for her to do that (laughs) like i've I've been i've been to so many shows and i've never seen that you know right for someone like that to lean and she was like leaning over the side of the stage like she was like face to face like so close to us and i was just like (laughs) oh my god like i don't know how to act right now And fun fact, my mom's taken me to a billion concerts and recently when I brought up this podcast, I told my mom about what we were doing. She goes, by the way, that Ashley Simpson concert is one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Oh, we love that. I know. And I was surprised because my mom has seen like she's, you know, obviously like into the older You guys saw music. J-Lo. I'm pretty – like and that was a whole projection on itself. Oh my so. gosh. The J-Lo concert was – changed the course of my life. <laughs> and – Actually, it literally did because seeing her in person, I was already kind of on like a health kick at the time, but seeing her in person and realizing that it's not Photoshop and that's what she really looks like. And I know she's had surgery, blah, 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 whatever. She hasn't had anything like crazy where she looks like plastic surgery face. Just seeing the way that she could dance in heels at age 50 because she had just, it was the It's My Party tour. So it was all around her 50th birthday. She's wearing heels. She's wearing skin tight costumes. You know, the hair is like huge and fabulous. And she's doing these very intense dance routines and singing at the same time. I mean, she definitely has a backing track, but 
she you can hear her voice too it's like a mix so I was really after that I was just like wow look at what you can do with your body if you take care of it at 50 right. like when I was younger I thought a 50 year old woman was old yeah that's you not know the case at all. and no it's not the case at all and that really inspired me to eat healthier and work out more people always make excuses every time I tell people stuff like that they're like oh, you know, she has trainers and she has money and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but okay, I'm not saying everyone's going to be like her at 50, but you could still take care of yourself and start early, you know? Right. So I have some random facts about Ashley that I gathered from (laughs) various interviews. When she was doing Seventh Heaven, she actually, she did a couple other things around this time. So she was in an episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Right. She had a, not really a cameo because she wasn't famous, but she had a little part in The Hot Chick. Right. She has like one line. (laughs) Iconic movie. (laughs) And then, so she was on Seventh Heaven. She also recorded a random Christmas song, which we'll get into in our Christmas episode, which is going to be coming out very soon. Yay. (laughs) It's called Christmas Past, Present, and Future for the holiday album School's Out Christmas. And then she recorded the song Just Let Me Cry for Freaky Freaky Friday, Friday. which was – that's such a great song. It just keeps coming up on our podcast. (laughs) Freaky Friday is such a staple of the early 2000s life. Yeah. So, yeah, that song plays when – what's her name? The the Lindsay character gets to school and, like, that other girl's wearing the same shirt. And she has to turn her shirt inside out. And she's like, this looks cool, right? Like, it's like a style. And all the words are like, "Mm." Yeah. Honestly, though, she made it look cool. Like, that era, it was all these, the Lindsays, the Ashleys, the Parises. Like, they yeah. all, they made everything look cool. Just side note really quick. One of the things we were trying to ask our wonderful followers was, what was your favorite episode of Seventh Heaven starring Ashley and the iconic Derek Lovato? Who, like, <laughs> we love you, Derek. So much. He said, ain't nobody watched that. <laughs> Nobody replied with favorite episodes. (laughs) Well, because I had only watched like two episodes. So this morning before the podcast, I just threw it on because I was like, oh, maybe I'll catch something interesting and no No, it's dry yeah i thought that maybe someone like maybe someone who was really a huge ashley fan would reply and be like oh there's this one episode where she does this or something yeah she has like really funny scene or something or like a really dramatic scene and yeah no but if you're listening to this and even if it's far in the future let us know if there's a really good ashley episode or something because she did 40 of them and i could barely get through like two or three so i'm not gonna watch anymore this is not we're not dissing you ashley we understand girls gotta work Right. Um, but the show is bad. So yeah. if there's anything we should watch, let us know. Please let us know. And then what was it? Someone else asked if we saw the Hydrosilk ad she was in. Thermosilk. Thermosilk, my mistake. Yes. Um, And I found a couple of the old ads for it, but Ashley wasn't in them. So that she was, was annoying. She was in them. Really? Some of them. Yeah, I have them. I was going to post them when... I found like two or three and I didn't... Or maybe it was just like because it was grainy, I didn't recognize her. But... No, I'll show you. They There's these weird pictures of her with these huge what are those things like these spikes like those things that you put in your hair they almost look like chopsticks that to hold a hair up oh okay it's really weird i'll post the picture so you guys can see what we're talking about but yeah so when she was on seventh heaven she really wanted to get into music and so she said while i was on seventh heaven i wrote music in my trailer and i would go to the recording studio at night then finally my dad was like okay i'm taking you to record labels there were definitely labels that turned me down because i wanted to do an indie kind of thing which makes sense so that was what we were saying. And then she said that she didn't dye her hair black to differentiate from Jessica. Mm. A little bit, but it's A okay, little girl. bit of a lie, Ashley, but you. it's fine. Uh, <laughs> she said, 
I did it the day that I finished Seventh Heaven. I wasn't going back to the show and I was sick of my hair. So I went to Target and bought a Clairol box and dyed it myself. I still dye my own hair, she said. So it's so funny because even though she, especially the later Seventh Heaven episode, she looks like the Ashley we know, but the black hair really did change her whole look. Yeah. She looks so different. the other thing. They were like, oh, well, here's this really pretty blonde hair, blue eyed girl, pop music. Mm -hmm. And she's like, please stop. Yeah. But yeah, I was just going to say that like the later episodes of Seventh Heaven, she just, she has it in the earlier ones too. Mm -hmm. But that like heavily shag layered haircut that I just, it's iconically Ashley. Mm -hmm. She says that her influences as a child were Pat Benatar, The Pretenders, Alanis Morissette, her favorite song in sixth grade was You Learn, which is an iconic 90s song. And then Gwen Stefani and her have the same birthday. So she always was – I saw her mention that in several interviews. Like I think she is into astrology too and she was like – she was very into the fact that they had the same birthday. So maybe they have like the same energy or something. In Us Weekly in 2008, there's this weird thing like 25 things you didn't know about Ashley. And they obviously gave her prompts. Like it's, it's not even like she came up with it. She said her first job ever was actually a Kohl's commercial. Oh, that's really cool I shout out to Coles. i love that Coles cash <laughs> saves me money it really does and she also said that she was more of a party animal than a straight a student which we could understand we can tell yeah that's why we love you though and then obviously i mean she says if she hadn't become a singer and actress she probably would have been a ballerina yeah which makes sense jessica also said that she felt really guilty when they moved from uh, texas to la because she knew that ashley didn't really have a say in the matter right and it was just the opportunity that jessica had was so huge that even though it probably wasn't entirely fair to ashley they had to just jump on it anyway because it comes around so little in life right by that point even though jessica was so young she had been working so hard toward that for so long that and i'm sure they figured at the time it's not like they were just like oh screw ashley they knew she was talented too they're like well she'll be in la too and they'll both right. do well we and can kind of push ashley yeah. more because her first job was a coles commercial it's like she was already trying to get into that so. right when ashley was 17 jessica let her use her id to get into places in la that's great which makes sense because they look so much alike i mean it yeah it, that would easily work and then ashley said that she also used her mom's id once which is so funny because of the hair difference yeah i don't know how that worked but it did in l magazine ashley said that when she was growing up she wanted to be a ballerina or drew barrymore goals exactly like <laughs> what is it in life besides being a ballerina or drew barrymore explain it to me so she says they weren't a wealthy family but they loved to shop so joe worked three jobs so that they could do that she said that ashley didn't want to be a part of jessica's world at first because Ashley said that she was very artsy-fartsy and she hung out with her friends that were also dancers. She said, we thought cheerleaders were stupid. Jessica was a cheerleader. Aww. I was Miss Artsy-Fartsy. And she said that her and Jessica didn't really fight growing up except when Ashley would take her clothes and then Jessica would find them and she said they would stink and have holes in them. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. That's just so Ashley and Jessica. Like, I can imagine – I mean, I know Jessica's so messy too, so they're probably not that different, but I could just imagine Jessica being all ready to wear her, like, cute top. And it's really <laughs> – It just smells. Oh, my gosh. So funny. But, yeah, that's basically the info on yeah. Ashley pre-2004. The one, I guess, notable, if you want to call it that – or there was two things. Um, she did an interview with Seventeen, and they were asking her, do you think it's hard to find friends in Hollywood? And Ashley said, yes and no. Like, luckily, I have my sister who always has – 
up my back 100% and she's like don't go near that person and when they were like they're oh, trying yeah. to like press her about it and like oh she says that about other celebrities and Ash was like yeah she says that and they're like anyone in particular and it's like no like she's not trying to make a bigger deal about it just a big sister trying to protect her little sister Ashley and Jessica have always been both really they have that southern politeness like they yeah. don't talk shit about people in Hollywood really not that I know of no and like that's good because it's just like what does what does that do like what positivity is that contributing you know Mm -hmm. where it's like now that's gonna obviously stir up a lot of drama Mm -hmm. so speaking of drama and this is gonna sound a little crazy if you're not like 100% familiar with it at first but it does lead back to Ashley Mm -hmm. so One Tree Hill Chad Michael Murray and Sophia Bush short-lived marriage right so when Chad was filming House of Wax that movie I'm pretty sure it came out in 2006 honestly I really like that movie (laughs) I thought it was pretty good um allegedly he had an affair with paris hilton right who was dating nick carter so then when nick found out about it he started telling everyone he was having sex with ashley to get back at paris ew right but then he wishes yeah and then when it came out that that uh, he was saying all of that um ashley was like yeah no that didn't happen like just still like shut it down very politely was like yeah no and then i guess nick didn't think she was gonna say anything because then he was like oh no no that wasn't me that was my little brother and, you know, we have a TV show coming out. So I think he's just going to start trouble because House of Carters is House coming of Carters, out. wow. Yeah. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> but I think that's funny because Paris actually had a crush on Jared Padalecki. Because there was, um, she was doing a special once for, everybody gets these freaking specials except Ashley. But she was doing a special and um, she, they like, she was going to promote House of Wax. And right. I think that Jared had been in, like, wherever she was, Jared was in town too. Or she wasn't sure. And she, like, turned to whoever was in charge and she was like, is Jared going to be on the plane? And then like her friend or whatever started laughing and like everyone was just kind of laughing her and she was like, is he? (laughs) (laughs) It's a yes or no question. So I wonder if she did hook up with Chad or both of them allegedly that's kind of what started the drift between their marriage but Sophia Mm -hmm. had also said it was the producers of the show putting a lot of pressure on her because they felt the pressure from the producers because she was the only one who was like getting him to set and like Mm -hmm. getting him to do things and then also the fans right well we need to get going because we have work to do aside this is not our full-time job believe it or not this podcast (laughs) although we'd like it to be it will be soon when we make millions from it but for now we do have to get to our other jobs so thank you so much for listening to another episode we are very excited to get back into newlyweds next week it'll be the newlyweds go golfing episode yay all of us sisters with bigger boobs understand this episode greatly and if you don't know what i'm talking about you will soon (laughs) and then we have a very exciting christmas episode coming out yes So get ready for that. And that's our girl, Ashley. We love you, Ashley. We love you. Please come on our podcast so we can fill in all of these gaps. Yeah, what happened in your childhood? We need to know. (laughs) Yeah, Mm it's just, there's just things I'd love to know. Whether it's just like, even if it's dumb experiences where like, she was like maybe in like a Walmart parking lot and then (laughs) was just like, had like some rant, I don't want to say like an epiphany, but was just like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to start writing this song. And like, maybe it wasn't the most amazing song she's ever written but like it was something that really got her momentum going Mm -hmm. like those are the things i want to know about her yeah i want to know 
more about rejected songs from autobiography. Like yes. what, what songs, what other songs did you write in the trailer for Seventh Heaven and stuff? Because I'm sure they all didn't make it on there. So yeah, I can't wait until we get into, we do our episodes about her albums and we can get into every song. And we're going to do that with Jessica too, because I think Jessica's music is underrated. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to, we'll analyze in great detail every episode of Ashley Simpson show, just like we're doing with Newlyweds. So yes. can't wait. Just bear with us and buckle in as we... Yes continue on this wild ride with you guys yes all right guys thank you so much have a great week you'll hear from us next time (laughs) Bye. bye thank you for listening to the ashley and jessica cast please don't forget to rate review and subscribe to our podcast and make sure you tell all of your friends who still cannot stop playing autobiography we feel that Follow us on Instagram at Ashley and Jessicast, on Twitter at Ashley Jessicast, and send us an email at Ashley and Jessicast at gmail.com.